We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Broad James. Sexiest man alive and virgins making news. This is Dirt and Sprague. The worst day to be horny is Sunday. The best day is a Friday and Saturday night. Andy Dirt Johnson. You want to close. Close. As in C-L-O-S-E. Not C-L-O-T-H-E-S. And Brandon Sprague. I love me a Spanish-speaking woman. I really, really, really do. I love it. Now, that ain't all you got to have. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to have it, but I mean, it is a plus. A bilingual woman, specifically Spanish, whispering in your ear. It's a beautiful thing. Dirt and Sprague on 1080. The expectation is that you're going to be ready to step up and handle your business. That's her expectation, whether she tells you or not. Am I right, Solange? Amen. Amen. The fan. All right, welcome back in. Hour number two. Will Ortner's uncomfortable because Stephen A. Smith is horny. Good Dude, morning. Way, way too horny. All the time. Oh, you don't catch the Stephen A. Smith podcast outside of the ESPN bubble, do you? He gets horny all the time. Oh, no, thing. dude, I catch it because it, it's all over my Twitter feed, followed oh, by OnlyFans models putting up their links to their exclusive content. Of course they are. It always is like, it's hidden. You got to unhide it. And you're like, oh, it's an OnlyFans link. Okay. Welcome to Twitter now. And it's this like, oh, it shocker. That's all this is. It's gambling and OnlyFans. Uh, we have a pundit who has a pretty good track record saying, saying Caleb Williams, not so fast. We'll get to that coming up at 7.15. Uh, we were talking about Jed Fish. I had Adam Rittenberg on yesterday from ESPN. And I just asked him simply who's going to be at their school longer, DeBoer or Fish. And, you know, he, he's taken DeBoer. If DeBoer is not fired and is allowed to keep coaching, he thinks DeBoer stays. It's Alabama, too, so that's, it's kind of an easy thing to answer. But you, you mentioned it, and maybe this maybe this year is just one of the all-time worst ones. I tend to think this is just kind of what it has been now for some time, and this year it was even worse. During the commercial break, as we talked about how committed Jeff Fish, Jed Fish is to Washington, well, during the commercial break, a four-minute span, 
we had an announcement from Bruce Feldman. Washington State lost another assistant coach to a different program. They lost their offensive line coach. He just left. He's going to Texas Tech. Texas Tech is... Texas Tech is not better than WSU, uh, but it is because they're in the Big 12. Yeah, they're in a conference that, you know, at least for now has as much say, and you could certainly say when the Pac-2 will keep that status. But despite that, this is my point. It's like Jake Dicker now has to replace two assistants. This thing is never stopping. It just continues to go and grow, and people are moving and coming to your school and then moving again. And, like, I have no confidence that Jet Fish will be coaching Washington for longer than three seasons. Zero. I'm at, I'm honestly, I'm at 0% confidence that will happen. Yeah, and I, but I don't blame you. And, again, it's because of the things that, but that's a I'd Big Ten out. team in Seattle, Washington. That is a talent pipeline. I hear is you. Is it? Yeah. Where are the national titles? I Where mean, are they since Don James? I mean, you could do that. You could do that with how many schools that are contenders now, though? Right. Oregon doesn't have one. They don't even have a right in one. Right, but at least but they're in that status. But at least what they're doing is they're getting top ten recruiting classes. Yeah. It looks like top they are five. Right. And it looks like they are building. They have an NIL collective that is willing to shell out money. You have a coach that understands how to recruit. Right now, what you dub feels like is Oregon under Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly, when everything was right and he had the quarterback and everything was special, he had great running backs, and he had a defense that was better than average under his tenure, that's when he was able to make a national title, right? When you have those special, special years, you can accomplish a long run, a big run, a possible national championship run. But if everything isn't perfect... And everything will not be perfect in UW for at least a couple years unless they strike rich. They need the portal to be really good and then, yeah, plug back in, yes. Then you're not winning a title at UW. But, okay, so how many schools do you think are winning a title? I really think that there are about 10. Ten. There are 10 right now. And Washington's not one of those 10. They're on the outside. They're on like the outskirts. They're probably eleven or twelve. Because Michigan hadn't won a title since nineteen ninety seven. Right, but again, and that was a write-in. That wasn't a playoff. Like that was this was their first title. Right, but you had everything right. You had one of the best coaches in NFL and in college football. Yes, you had the correct quarterback. You had an offensive line that had been the best offensive line the two years before. Yeah. And this year I think year, you could say they were, were the also best. the best offensive line last year. I know UW won the award, but you could certainly say Michigan right. was worthy of it. Right. And they lost their guy in the, going into the playoffs. You had two great running backs. Mm-hmm. You had wide receivers that were able to do what you asked them to do. One of them, the Roman kid, he is shooting up draft boards after his senior bowl performance. Yep. So it seems like they didn't even use him necessarily the correct way. Then you look at the defense. That defensive line is absolutely absurd. You are getting pressure on UW, something that hadn't happened in any game this year aside from maybe the first Oregon game. And you are getting pressure from multiple different spots, right? So when you look at that Michigan team, it's almost like everything was perfect again, mm-hmm. and that's a team that you have all these numbers where, hey, they're not a top 10 recruiter, they're not a top 10 recruiter. Well, that's because you're looking at the average where they have two years where they're 20-ish to 25. 
all the other years, they're right in that top 10 mold. Sure. Something UW has never even sniffed. I, I don't, look, out, UW is an outlier in the recruiting aspect of this conversation, but I think the other part of this that, that we're kind of, we're doing a disservice to it, just because you don't win the national title doesn't mean you didn't have a really good year. The, the, right. the playoff has expanded 12 teams. UW, on any given year, is capable, I think, of being one of those 12. Now, yeah, I, th- I agree. Does that I mean you're going to beat Ohio State or Bama or Georgia or Texas? I mean, I know you just beat Texas, but does that mean you're going to win those games? No. But sometimes it's about what? Matchups. Right. And if you strike lucky in the first, you go to the next, you strike maybe you lucky in that one. Some things need to go your way. Mm-hmm. But I think like clearly stating X team can win the title. I don't know if there's more than five. I really don't. You can say Oregon's recruiting right now at that level. They're doing things that historically have never been done. I like Dan Lanning a lot. Also needs to win the conference, needs to beat UW, needs to see how they hang with Ohio State on a consistent basis in the Big Ten. Like there are other things Oregon has to do too, I think, to elevate themselves to it. I just, if you're at a program that is capable of making the playoff, what are you jumping for? It is it, it, Florida, great resources, hotbed of talent and state. They're Jet, having issues if, with their NIL. What have they done since Urban's left? A hundred percent swing and a miss. So it's right. like it, it partially is a, a, the coach. Coach is a big part of that, mm-hmm. but also just because you've established yourself as something doesn't mean you continue rolling as that. So if Jetfish is going to be longer at UW than three years, cool. I'll come on and be like, I had no confidence he was going to do that. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I don't like to watch this. I think this is terrible for the sport. I think it's part of the thing that kind of turns some people off from it is, oh, my team's really good. That means I'm probably going to lose my coach. Right. That's your reward for having a great season. Oregon State got out of the depths of hell. They had one win. They were a pathetic, mm-hmm. rudderless ship. Right. And Jonathan Smith comes calling. Gets the job, couple years, builds it up, eight wins, ten wins, gets them back, and then conference uncertainty, I'm bolting for the Big Ten. And that's your own guy. So I just, I I think the sport is great. I'm glad they're expanding it. Mm-hmm. I also think in a lot of ways this sport is broken, and it's broken so badly that teams that have great years, I jo- I say this and people kind of laugh, but... If I was a Husky fan, I would want to throw them a parade. I don't care that they lost in the title. They won the Fiesta Bowl. They smoked Texas. Mm-hmm. Well, smoked. But they look good against Texas, and yeah. they beat Texas. They, you used to get rewarded for winning that game. Now you win that game, and it's like secondhand. Nobody wanted to touch the Rose Bowl. Well, we don't care about this one. It's like you're making some of these things that used to, to matter not matter anymore. Mm-hmm. I would throw parades for TCU in Washington. I don't care that you lost the title game. You had a phenomenal year. Right. But instead, they're rewarded with, well, now you're going to lose your coach. Right. Cool. Awesome. But he, but here's the thing. You would reward those schools because that's a big deal for them. But the teams that would win the national title, it's not a big deal for Georgia. It's not a big deal for Alabama. It's not a big deal for Ohio State because they've earned the right to believe that they should go farther. I honestly think at times Oregon fan has a little bit too much of the supposed is, right? Like we're supposed to. 
be in the Pac-12 championship every single year. We're supposed to win. The We're recruiting pile. To win the the, the, to, to, right. I don't need to defend Duck fan, but the recruiting profile at this point. Like yes. I, I said, I, I might have said this on Monday. If they're not in the Big Ten title game and they're healthy, uh, there's going to be a real weird conversation because what happened? If they're healthy with that talent and their recruiting profile mm-hmm. and they're not in the Big Ten title game, I mean, that's it's going to be a little awkward for Dan Lanning. Right. But to come in every year and be like, well, it should be at 12 teams with the Oregon, yeah, you probably should be thinking we should be a playoff team. But to think it should be championship or bust every season, I don't think that they're there yet. Who, who, but for Georgia, who, yeah. it should totally be who, that Who's way. in that? Okay, so if you were to label it that way, right. it has to be in the championship, which, by the way, 12-team playoff that probably gets to 16 at some point, even for the teams of Georgia-Bama caliber, that's going to become increasingly difficult because, yes, they will out-talent every team mm-hmm. they face – but we've we see weird stuff happen all the time in football, and it's right. not going to shock anybody if they lose their second playoff game. What are the teams that you say that's the expectation? I think it's Georgia, and okay. I think that's completely earned. Yeah, I think Alabama is going to feel that way at least for the first couple of years of DeBoer. Okay, although with their NIL and how much uh, they're raising, it wouldn't shock me if they kind of take a step back. Right? That's well, I think it's just a natural transition from a, an all time the all time great. To a really good coach, but he has to kind of put his culture right. into it and, and his mix of it. I don't know if it'll take longer than a year. I think that would have happened with Saban anyways. What? That they would have taken a step back. They don't have the money that some of the other big wigs do. They Alabama? Just, no, they don't. They have a lot of money. They don't have the same amount that Georgia has, right? And with Alabama, I, I have no Saban, idea. Saban got tired of every year having to recruit his roster. Yeah, it's a recruiting of your own roster. I, I don't, I've, I don't know how any coach wants to coach college football. It right. seems miserable. I, I think you can make the argument that this was his bet, best coaching job. This was not his best team. He, I think he said that. I think and, he was like, this was my most fun right. year because this team wasn't supposed to be the team. And that's what he created. So don't be shocked if Alabama takes a step so back. So Ohio State, I think you're going to put in this. I would agree with that. Georgia. I think Georgia. And Bama. I think you're going to put Bama in there because they're going to feel that way. And then who? I don't know if you can name another. Right, that should think champion. I think that there are going to be some Oregon fans that think that, but I don't think that they should. I think you're going to have Michigan fans that think that, but I don't think that they should, especially with everyone leaving there. Um, As you go through, Texas fans are always going to feel that way. I don't necessarily think that they should, but I kind of understand it. So largely you and I kind of agree that it might be only three. Mm -hmm. And to be also honest on this, Ohio State can't win their big game, and now they're not doing it either. But there's only like that's my that's point. Why he's on the hot seat now. But but this is my point. Mm-hmm. You didn't name Florida. You didn't name LSU. You didn't name Auburn. Right. You didn't name in. You didn't name Oklahoma. These are all really good programs with the right coach. And we already have noise as made up as it might be right now. Mm-hmm. There is noise about like, hey, Jetfish went to Florida, and Florida sucks right now. Florida could be desperate, and like, I just. I feel for any of the fans stuck in that. And guess what? Most of them are. Right. And that's the thing about the sport that sucks. Right. So hearing that from Rittenberg yesterday, it's 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 got to be frustrating. And just to say this before we go to break, yeah. I've been dumping on UW fan all day. Here is... I don't feel like you have been dumping on UW fan. I feel like you just, you're, you're giving a perspective of how you view the program. Right. Well, here's the thing that UW fans should be excited about, or maybe not excited about, but hopeful when it comes to fish in Florida. Does he have a lot of ties over to Florida? 100%. 
but they've had issues with their NIL. I mean, they tried to get the Rashada kid, who was the number one QB in his class. They promised him this big deal, NIL, yep. all this. That all fell through. And now there's whispers around their NIL, them not having as much money as you would think. And so if that's the case, and I'm fish, why would I leave UW, where in my area, in my neck of the woods, it's I'm recruiting against Oregon and USC, and I'm probably going to play second fiddle. Well, you're to recruiting against Ohio State and Michigan and Penn State now, too. You're in that profile. If you're going all the way over there. But I'm talking about the West Coast kid because that team is built largely well, of West Coast kids. That's the underrated part about this conference realignment. Now that's Ohio State territory. Now that is Michigan territory. Those schools, mm-hmm. you need to be gearing up to go Midwest and secure some of those big boys up front. Mm-hmm. And the same way they're going to be looking to add whatever it is the West Coast is known for adding. Those right. schools are now in your territory, and you need to go to their territory. Right. But, again, you're going to find O-linemen who are good over here. But what, all of that I'm saying is is that I think UW is in a better spot than Florida. I might not love the spot that UW's in. I might yeah. not say that, hey, they are going to consistently be a top three team in the Big Ten. Right. But I think that if I'm at UW, that's a better spot than being at Florida, unless it's leaving for personal reasons, which Oregon fan knows that all too well. And UW has watched that from afar. And Jetfish went to that school. And what is Florida known for? Hotbed high school recruiting. Right. Um, So it's not to say that he is leaving. It just, it's interesting. Like, that's the feel. And I don't know how you don't watch Jetfish and kind of have that kind of, I don't know if I trust this guy fully kind of vibe. Uh, Coming up next, Caleb Williams. Not such a big deal to this guy. Next on The Fan. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hangman is coming down from the This is Dirt and Sprague gone 1080. The fan. Uh, we had a tunnel fight yesterday. 
Actual NBA beef, literally beef. We'll talk about that. Could you take a punch in the face from this player? Uh, we'll dive into it as uh, NBA players are continuing to hate each other more and more. A uh, couple thoughts on the Vancouver Ford text line at 503-864-6326. They treat you right before, during, and after the sale. Visit them for more information at VancouverFord.com. L-M-A-O. UW won't be sniffing the playoffs for a very long time. They will have to be competing the top three of the Big Ten to even be considered. That ain't happening, fellas. Another one. By most reports, UW's NIL collective, Montlake Futures, is a top 12 funded program in the country. The issue was that the previous staff didn't want to use it on high school players, but rather on the portal and retaining their roster. Last year, that strategy got them within two bad quarters of an undefeated national championship. Uh, Somebody else saying Washington also built on six-year seniors. And Duck fan here, uh, but Oregon has seven players invited to the Combine. Younger players left. UW has 13 players uh, invited to it. So talent coming and going is certainly a big deal of this. And, uh, you know, we'll see what how, how committed Fish is. I hope for Husky fan, he's there longer than three years. But I don't have a lot of that confidence. Well, look, the other thing, too, with Fish is he's shown that he can recruit. Look at what Arizona was before he got there, and he was a very meh hire, yeah. right? And he turned around whatever Sumlin wronged and the mistakes that Sumlin had made over there, and he made them into a winner. And he was able to go out and find Fafita. Fafita completely changed that program and how it worked, and he was able to recruit great wide receivers over there, McMillan, the latest. So there are still a lot of things to be positive about for UW fans. This year, I think you have to go into it saying, hey, if we become bowl eligible seven, maybe eight wins, that's a victory for us this year because we got absolutely gutted. Yeah. But if in three years you're looking at it and Fish has turned that program into, hey, they're for sure going to go into the playoff, they possibly have a chance at winning the Big Ten Championship, I'm not going to be surprised. Do um, you think it's going to be this crazy next year in the coaching carousel? I know we don't have a Nick Saban leaving or a Harbaugh leaving, but like, can you? I can see a world where Ohio State, as loaded as they are, doesn't reach the goal. Yeah. I would imagine that job's going to become open because they're already, I mean, it feels like he's already on the hot seat, which is nuts, but they spent $13 million on what they currently have coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see where LSU and Brian Kelly are, but if he has another year of not making a playoff, especially in the expanded season, that's going to be questionable. If he Florida, fixed, Yeah, but all, all Kelly has to do is fix the defense. That offense was good enough to be a playoff offense. When you look at Florida... I, I I don't think that they are going to do much of anything. I don't trust. You don't think they'll. F- you don't think they'll move on. Or I th- you don't you, think the team's going to be I th- good. I don't think the team will be good. Oh, they, I they for have sure. Of, think they'll move on. Yeah, no. Will they have one of, if not the toughest schedule in America? And the it's nuts. Once Urban left, they don't recruit at the same level. No, like it really does take a special coach. But that's also why when you get a special coach, I, they leave so fast because someone's willing to pay them much more money i also i like i kind of wonder how many other programs aren't thinking about it now but panic will miami panic if crystal ball lets down this year this is going to be the third season like this is when Mm -hmm. you should with portal stuff this isn't 1998 give the coach four to five high school recruiting is important the portal should bridge gaps in spots that you need players immediately be weird if he had a kind of a mediocre seven and five year Mm -hmm. how about Dabo and clemson i don't think they'd fire him 
but I could also see a world where he's tired of hearing from Tyler in Spartanburg. Mm. And he's like, the hell with this. I'm done. Like, I'm out of here. There's just there's there's things looming and jobs potentially opening. I, I have wondered if next year's gonna be as insane as Oklahoma. this year was. I, I think if they have another letdown year. They were okay this year. Yeah, but they weren't no big what twelve title. Oklahoma game. is expected to be. Well and now they're in the SEC. Rivalry, now right? they're in the SEC. Right. And uh what they've done over there since Riley has left. Really hasn't been all that impressive, and Venerables is supposed to be this great defensive coach, and their defense was not fantastic, and it's the reason they weren't that good in his first year, and it's the reason they didn't make a championship game this year. It's constantly, uh, it can become tiring to have to play this game. What's the landscape going to look like? Right. And How then, many jobs are better than my coach's current and job? And the craziest thing is it really is, will a 21 to 23-year-old kid figure it out? Or 18-year-old to 23-year-old yes. kid figure it out? How reliant you are on those ages right. of people. Yeah. Because if you have, think about it this way, hitting home here for Duck fans. If you have Auburn Bo Nix, that's a much different player than Oregon Bo Nix. Sure. And if you have Auburn Bo Nix and he plays that way his entire career, you're looking at an average quarterback. If you get Oregon Bo Nix, specifically Coach Stein Bo Nix, well, you have a Heisman candidate that could possibly lead your team and did lead your team to a Pac-12 championship. Or if, you know, you're at a difference, if you're at like an Oklahoma or sure. something, leads you to an SEC championship. So it all depends at times on... Do you get the right player to figure it out in the right moment, or you get the one special kid who comes in at 18 and is already a grown effing man and dominates? Here's another job I didn't even think about till right now as you were talking about Bo Nix. By the way, let's give Kenny Dillingham the flowers here. He's the one that kind of brought him to Oregon, got the confidence, right. and then Will Stein just carries it over. He and, took it to the next level. Um, right. Fair. Another job, and I, I can't believe we have to say this, but you just don't know anymore. Uh, Marcus Freeman doesn't get to the playoff with Notre Dame. Yes. Notre Dame. A big case of the Supposedas. Big uh, a, case. A massive case of the Supposedas, but too much history for them not to have the Supposedas. And so because they operate the way they do, mm-hmm. this big independent that's pseudo-ACC, right. people could go, oh, year three, we didn't even make the playoff? We weren't even top 12? Eh, I don't know about this Freeman guy. Might not be the answer to he Brian lost, Kelly. He lost to Marshall. Uh, yeah, at home. Got drubbed. I, I, I watched that game. I Should watched Marshall. Should have lost to Duke. Yes. And had then, 10 men on the field against Ohio State. Twice. They had it twice. He had to call timeout. They came out of the timeout. Still came back with 10. Cost them the game. So it's, yeah, there's just the movement around that sport's dumb. I, mean, I hate it. WSU. If your coach does well, he could leave. If your coach I, sucks, you could fire him. I hope Dickert's, he, you know, he could have left probably. I hope he stays there for their sake. Um. All right, we didn't get to it there. Caleb Williams. This guy's got a good track record, and he's not sold on him. Let's hear that audio coming up next, but first, Will with a sports update. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You can listen to the engine moaning out as one old song. You can think about the woman... Oh, the girl you knew the night This is Dirt and Spray on 1080, The Fan. Ken Barkley coming up at the top of the hour. Uh, we had a tunnel fight yesterday. We've got some NBA beefs going on right now. Uh, I want to get to this. Merrill Hodge, formerly of ESPN. The big Windsor not tie guy. Merrill Hodge. All about that business. I'll say this. I don't know how people feel about Merrill Hodge. I know he hasn't been on our TVs in a while. I actually used to be a huge Merrill Hodge guy, and I could see, like, the pretentiousness of the tie and kind of the attitude is just so dead serious, not really jokey. But, man, were his evaluations when he would give some on quarterbacks. It's not that he never missed. It's that sometimes on, you know, really polarizing quarterbacks, he'd come and be like, nah, that guy's not good. He's a smart guy. He's very smart. He understands the game. Uh, he was on Press Row, Radio Row, this week going into the Super Bowl. And uh, he had this to say. He was asked about Caleb Williams. And he watches film. He breaks this stuff down. Here was Merrill Hodge on NBC Chicago, who has the number one pick, Chicago does, on Caleb Williams. Well, I've only watched Caleb Williams three games last year, three this year. So I'm only halfway done, okay? The one thing that I that is clear, he is not special. He is not something unique like a Patrick Mahomes. And I hope the Bears don't think, well, let's, let's, let's try to – make up for our mistake when we pass up Patrick Mahomes and go get the Patrick Mahomes. The kid is not Patrick Mahomes. Ain't even remotely close to that. It is unfair to Justin Fields. He has had new coordinator, new coordinator, new coordinator. There's no possible way you can know about your guy when you do that. It's the worst thing that can happen to any player, especially a quarterback. Now, when Justin came out, the one thing that I thought he had, he had just an inexperience. He just needed more experience. He lacked that but what I have seen in Justin Fields, from my evaluation, there's enough growth and hope there that I would not lose. I would not let him go because I see enough there. So he would, Merrill Hodge, rather build with Fields, and he says Caleb Williams is not special. I, I got to admit, bold take, Bob, a little surprised by it. 
Now, I think the tough thing is there's just the track record of drafting quarterbacks. Yeah, you got some ones that you can name, but you also have how many more that you can't that you're just like, bust, 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 bust. I don't know if DC is going to step in and give Chicago a sweetheart of a deal and say, you can't, you can't say no to this. And then we want the pick. We want to bring Caleb home. But it's surprising to hear somebody like Merrill Hodge, who I think knows football pretty well, studies mm-hmm. it enough. He'll study some more game tape. And him to say out loud, Caleb's not special. I don't know, Will. I'm not claiming to be Mr. X's and O's. Merrill Hodge could run circles around my knowledge. Right. And I'm not even saying he's wrong. But, man, when I watched him, I didn't feel that way. Again, I don't know coverages. I don't understand the nuance of what's supposed to happen in plays. I don't know, even in USC's case, I didn't know how much was Caleb being improviser and moving around guy versus offensive line leaking a little too much. Largely, I just watched Caleb and said, damn, this dude is special, and I would take him in a second. And then Merle Hodge is like, "Mm, not really. What I felt like when I watched Caleb Williams is he bolstered that team. There's a reason that USC started the season in the top 10, and it's a lot of overvaluing some of their players just because they are USC guys, right? Like, oh, that kid's at USC? He must be a four-star. He must be a five-star. That wasn't a top 10 team, but they had a top one quarterback, right? And he was the best player, I feel like, in college football. Now, did he win the Heisman this year? No, of course not. He didn't have the numbers. I don't know if we're ever going to see a back-to-back Heisman ever again. Voters did it once, and they're just like, Archie Griffin, good, nobody else. I don't think they'll allow it. It's the same thing with no one will ever win three MVP trophies in a row in the NBA because Michael didn't do it. Michael didn't do it? If Michael didn't do it, Jokic can't do Hell, it. Hell, they got a though. stance on Mike having five. Like, nobody else is worthy of five. It's like, mm, I don't It's know. like, okay, okay right. well, if he's cool. the best player and most valuable player, don't you think he should win? But anyways, I digress. The issue with evaluating quarterbacks, when you look, and I, I think the number is it's in the top 10, not even first-round quarterbacks, top 10 quarterbacks, it's a 50-50 hit rate. Yeah. And Merrill Hodge is very smart, right? Like he has some uh, picks in there where he right away he saw Johnny Manziel and he goes, I would not touch that dude. I would not draft him. And he's had other quarterbacks where he said, hey, I think that guy's a QB. I think Mm -hmm. he'll be successful that have blown up. I believe he really liked Patrick Mahomes. I believe you are correct. When he was coming into the draft, he was one of the people like Patrick Mahomes is a dude. I think he's the one that hit on that because Patrick was not thought of as highly as most people. Like when he got drafted, everyone was thinking it was Trubisky and Watson. Yeah, that was a reach. Some were were like, "This is a reach." Kansas City traded up. There was a everyone was shocked. There was a video that could circulated with their former GM John Dorsey, and he ended up getting fired like three months after they Mm -hmm. drafted Mahomes. But he's doing this press conference, and he's like, "This is the kid." We believe. I'm telling you, I, I disagree with the takes, and this is the guy. Right. And then they circle it, and they cut to the media types, and they're all like, Chris Carter, the only one that's going to win the Super Bowl in this group is Watson. That's the only one. And right. then they go to another media guy. This guy's not good enough. This guy, really? There was a guy that broke down his college room. was like, his footwork's too sloppy. He, he's too loose. He turns the ball over. You can't trust him in decision-making. He has been wrong like five different ways. Right. So that was, you know, a little bit of a bold take on Patrick Mahomes. But to be fair about that, Merrill Hodge's endorsement of Patrick Mahomes isn't why Patrick Mahomes was good. Because a lot of the people that went after Mahomes and said, hey, he can't read a defense. He is playing backyard football. This are the things that he's doing. When you 
listen to Patrick Mahomes in interviews. He specifically thanks Alex Smith for teaching him how to read a defense. He didn't know how to ID the mic, Sprague. In football, if you cannot ID the mic, you cannot set your protection. If you cannot ID the mic, you cannot identify what coverage the other team is. He couldn't do it when he got into the NFL. Most people are able to do that right away. We talked about it in the first segment. He was just that good of an athlete. He didn't have to learn that. And so Merrill Hodge could have said all these great things about Patrick Mahomes and thinking that he'd be successful. Well, if Pat doesn't go and get taught by Andy Reid and doesn't learn from Alex Smith, a true pro's pro, a guy who had to learn all these things like where's the mic? How do I set my protection? If I want to call a hot route, what hot route should I call against this defense? Is it zone? Is it man? How do I figure these things out? Because if Alex Smith doesn't figure that out, Alex Smith doesn't play in the NFL. And then, well, he be, almost didn't. He right. kept going from coordinator to coordinator, and Harbaugh comes and like, oh, that guy's not any good. And boom, NFC title game. Right. And then to be gracious enough to have a quarterback that's willing to teach him, because multiple quarterbacks have been out about we're not willing to teach that person. So when Merrill Hodge says, "Hey, I'm out on Caleb Williams," when I look at Caleb Williams, I go, "That dude has special athleticism." Now I'm not watching the All 22. I'm not in the meetings. I don't know if he has some of the same issues as Patrick Mahomes. So he has to be athletically special. And when he goes in and he plays against NFL defenses, will he be able to continue that way? We saw it with Vince Young. Vince Young didn't learn how to do the pre-snap stuff. Vince Young was out of the league fast. So that's something that could happen with Caleb Williams. But to me, when I look at Caleb Williams, look at his ceiling. His ceiling is on par with the greatest quarterback in the NFL right now, a guy that some people are already making GOAT conversations with. People are saying Patrick Mahomes could get to Brady, right? So if his ceiling is that, why would I not take him? Or if I am going to move on. Yeah, but on we, here's him. the thing. We don't know if that's the ceiling. That's the ceiling we ourselves say, True. oh, he's improvising. Look at this throw. Right. It's a sidearm. Right. We don't know anybody else that did it. Vince Young, to your point, I don't know where people were at with Vince Young in that draft. But this is kind of the thing with Caleb that sucks, Will, is you're dependent on your environment. 100%. Vince, Vince Young went to 7-9 and nine bowl. Jeff Fisher, mm-hmm. I think he won rookie of the year. And then never did anything the next couple years. And like just like that, out of league. Now, he probably had off-the-field things as well. But like some of this is a a part of the equation. Caleb has been living in this world of constant gratification and Mm -hmm. fawning over. And I'm not saying he's not tested for it. Some would point to the season and say, look how he handled it. But he's going to Chicago. The thing about Chicago that's interesting is they kept Eberflus. They, that dude's a dweeb. I, I kind of tend to agree. I don't think he's the guy. So is he going to thrive despite his circumstance? Chicago's never had a truly elite quarterback. Their best quarterback, just by a talent measure, is Jay Cutler. Right. They, and he was smoking cigs. They've never had a 4,000-yard passer. Ever. Mm-hmm. They, they've been one of the most embarrassing franchises in pro sports. Right. And I think he's good, but is he going to go there and succeed despite the circumstance? That's the tough thing. Merrill Hodge might be right, but I don't know if he's right because of the evaluation or if he's going to be right because of the circumstance in the team. Right. And, and I, I think that's the hard thing to project. And I completely agree with you there because, and the points I made about Mahomes, Merrill Hodge was right that he had the highest ceiling and he could be successful, but he was successful because of outside factors as well as his own work ethic. 
I think you can make the argument Vince Young was unsuccessful because he loved buffets too much, right? Like he had his own choices. He didn't work out. I, I want to say he had a yeah, like a little bit of a he drinking thing. Yeah, he got fat. I know he wasn't was uh, on uh, the the perp drink like sure. uh, Jamarcus Russell no. was, uh, but sometimes when you look at it too, his potential is so high. But there's the outside circumstances. But if the outside circumstances are what they are in Chicago, and it's probably the worst place to go if you're a quarterback, does that then mean Drake May would be successful there? Does that then mean Jaden Daniels? Like, So to me, if you're Chicago, you have to take Caleb Williams. This is a dude who has the potential to reach this number. People are talking about him on par with being a, a prospect like a John Elway, like an Andrew He's Luck, a franchise guy. Like a Trevor Lawrence. Minds, yes. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take that guy. And if that guy doesn't hit, then that guy doesn't hit and we're all wrong, except for Merrill Hodge. But if you take Drake May or you take Jaden Daniels or Michael Penix or Bo Nick, like whoever, J.J. McCarthy, whoever, throw any quarterback in there and you take that person and they don't hit, but Caleb hits in Washington or he hits or New England. in New England. Yep. God, could you imagine if somebody, if like somehow he got to New England, right. you're like, oh, cool. And he became Caleb, like the Caleb you and I, I think, right. is going to be. And he goes to New England, it's like, awesome. I'm glad they got another franchise guy. Right. Chicago and DC, they don't need one. When's the last time DC had one? Guess. Kirk Cousins, uh, RG3. RG3 uh, for a year. You know, Jason Campbell. The guy who got his leg shattered by LT. I, you know, it's. Merrill Hodge, not a fan of Caleb Williams. A little surprised to hear him classify it the way that he did. We'll see what Chicago is going to do. Coming up next, could you take a hit from this guy, NBA players fighting in the tunnel, next on The Fan. Hey, everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. It's crunch time. Let's go! Where Dirt and Sprague crunch the hot topics you want to hear. What's the pressure? Don't sit here and act like there's no... We get nervous teeing off in front of a gallery on the 10th hole at Eastmoreland. Crunch time. Brought to you by Crunch Fitness. With memberships as low as $9.99 per month. Find your crunch time in Portland, Vancouver, and online at crunch.com. All right, we got Ken Barkley at 8... The Super Bowl teams making this decision yesterday, quite interesting. They both went the opposite way of each other, and uh, we'll get into that. Reagan Beers, Oregon State women's basketball player, forward for the Beavs. They got big games against UCLA and USC. Uh, we got a Juju Watkins coming to town this weekend, and so those are two massive games. Oregon State, number 11, red hot right now, just had their first top five road win ever in program history. She hey. will join us at 830. Uh, I want to get to this. So yesterday, before the game, Detroit and Phoenix played. Uh, Isaiah Stewart, also known as Beef, for some reason, him and (laughs) – Yeah, I know, Beef. Uh, Beef. Well, this is a Pac-12 fight. We had a former Husky and a former Beaver. uh, Got into a verbal altercation with the shack of Troutdale, Drew Eubanks, in Phoenix. And according to Shams, they went face-to-face. Words were exchanged. And Drew Eubanks describes it as a sucker punch. 
and Isaiah Stewart reportedly punched him in the mouth. Flat out punched him in the mouth. It had to be broken up. Uh, There was a follow-up to this. He was arrested Mm -hmm. and then charged and released. So we actually had an arrest here. Um, Phoenix came out and basically said there's no room for this. Monty Williams didn't like that and said, why don't you wait until all the facts are out before we conclude what was what. And normally you see in the NBA the hold me back, bro. I was say, did he? Did Monty Williams hit him with the? Uh, look, there's good people on both sides. He kind of did. There's a little bit Mistakes of like, uh, well, you know, what did Drew say? And Beef Stewart punching Drew Eubanks right in the face, in the mouth, and was arrested for it. This is uh, this is NBA beef taken to another level because again, usually it's hold me back, bro. Push, push. Oh, and then wait for my teammates to hold me back because if I'm going to punch you, no. Isaiah Stewart got into a verbal altercation, and Will said. No, 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 Drew. Bam. Clocked him right in the mouth. What the five fingers say to the face? <laughs> Slap. Are we going to see a fat lip from Drew Eubanks now? No, and the other thing with Drew Eubanks there is uh, I, if he sucker punches you, you got to punch him back. Well, I think he got punched and then it got broken up immediately because they they reportedly oh. started screaming at each other. Well, then you got to listen to Charles Barkley. This is the ultimate. You got to swing first. You got to be the first swing. Like if yeah. you're gonna go into it, it kind of sounds like Drew Eubanks was like, "Hey, hold me back," and Isaiah Stewart was like, "No, I'm not hold back. I'm on business." Because this is the same guy who chased through everyone to try and get to LeBron, correct? Stewart, uh, yes. Yeah, this yes. dude is about it. He's, he's He wants to fight. He's a hothead, yeah. This yeah. goes back to his Husky days. This guy, he doesn't mess around. I know Eubanks is really tall. I think Beef Stewart outweighs him by 30 to 40 pounds, too. Oh, for sure. Well, and then also, look, sometimes the matter guy wins. And sometimes the matter guy wins in most fights. Then you add on the fact that he is bigger. He's going to beat up Drew Eubanks. And there's nothing wrong with that. I do love that, like, after... Drew Eubanks gets hit, and I've seen this a bunch of times because, unfortunately, football players like to fight, especially uh, drunk college football players. And so it's a lot of, well, he sucker punched me. That's the only reason I fell. That's the only reason I lost. He sucker punched me. It's like, "Eh, dude, just just fight back. I'm trying to see. Or don't fight. Let's see. Because you know what's funny is there's another Phoenix Sun center who used to be a trailblazer. They have two trailblazer centers that are in altercations right now. Eubanks getting punched in the face by Isaiah Beef Stewart. The other one is Yusuf Nurkic is currently in a Twitter battle and podcast battle with Draymond Green. They also have a beef. See, that's what Drew Eubanks should have done. He should have done the Yusuf Nurkic route and just gone to the Twitter fingers. Well, I think he wanted to. I didn't think he was actually going to. I think he thought they were just exchanging words. And then he's kind of hold me back, bro. Right. But Isaiah Stewart wasn't having it. Punched him square in the mouth. Look, not to be... You know, oh, yeah, we need more fighting. Guys are soft nowadays. But sometimes it's nice. You need a crazy guy on your team. Sometimes you need a crazy guy. Now, I don't know if that's doing Detroit a lot of service this year. That's what I was going to say. Now, maybe Stewart isn't the right crazy guy. But when Golden State was at their best, Draymond Green, he was a little bit crazy. When the Pistons were at their best, Bill Lambeer, Rick Mahorn, Dennis Rodman. Little bit of crazy. Ben Wallace, right? absolutely nuts. When the Blazers were at their best, you had some crazy guys on that yeah, team. You, did. you had some angry guys. Yeah, you did. Rasheed Wallace, anybody? So, look, sometimes when you have these uh, big-time teams, you have crazy people that are angry and want violence. And in NBA, it seems like a sport where there aren't a lot of guys that are built that way. It's a lot of 
Hey man, how dare you disrespect me? I'm getting in your face. Most of but them I'm not don't want to do fight anything. and don't know how to fight. They've been basketball players their whole lives, so they're bigger than everybody. Right. But when push comes to shove, literally they wait for somebody to hold them back. Yesterday in the tunnel, not the case. Stewart sucker punching Drew Eubanks. Shout out Troutdale, and he was arrested, released. We'll see where this goes. Uh, but both sides pissed off at each other. Kevin Durant saying this shouldn't happen. Monty Williams saying, stop just accusing my guy of being right. the guy in the wrong here. Right. Uh, that's Crunch Time brought to you on the fan by Crunch Fitness as low as $9.95 a month. Uh, $9.99 a month, excuse me. Multiple locations. Visit them online at crunch.com. Loaded final hour, and we kick it off with Ken Barkley. You better you bet. Next on the fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.